Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of An Axe to Grind. My name's Chris Gary, and Gilly, the axe, he joins me. Gilly, how did you go on your tips, mate? Uh, pretty average. Uh, <laughs> Not surprising. No, didn't exactly. Shane Webkey beat you last year? And Webkey watches yeah, like... Doesn't he just listen to rugby league? He uh, sits on his tractor, I think. And <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But he's got a bit of help. Don't worry about that. Didn't he stitch you up by just copying your tips in the last month or something? No, yeah, so, so he... So I couldn't run him down. It's all right. It's okay, Shane. I'll, I'll get you. <laughs> um, so this week we're just going to do a hard dive into Broncos and Cowboys, and that'll take up basically most of the podcast because it's important to talk about these two teams. They're two teams who should make the finals, two teams whose fan bases expect them to make the top four, and they play on Friday night. There's going to be about 45,000 people there at Suncorp, um, not quite the 50,000-plus they used to get, but it'll be a great game. Gilly, which of the you think of these two teams, you think Cowboys, are better this year? You think they, they finish higher? Yeah, I th- well, yeah. On, on paper, I think, uh, especially their their forward pack looks enormous. Um, I mean, not just size wise, just uh, very good. Um, obviously, Jason Tomalolo, uh, unbelievable game on the weekend, and I think Matt Scott uh, hopefully stays injury free. And Jordan McLean only played a couple of games last year, so I'll uh, be led by them. So yeah, I I think. I th- I tip the Cowboys to win the comp, but um, yeah, I-, I think they look very strong. Uh, Michael Morgan, I think now that the JT uh, era is kind of finished, is probably giving him an- a lease of life. No disrespect to JT, mm. but that's you know always had that baggage there as well. So um, and Morgs is just a super player and, and is a super bloke. And when he's get his- when he gets his defence right, mate, he's the best. Uh, sounds stupid, but he's the best attacker in the game as well. When he's get it, when he, uh, once he gets his defence right, because that's where he gets his confidence from. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's interesting. So he's someone who thrives off that, making a couple of good tackles, and yeah. that feeds into him when he's got the ball in exactly hand. Exactly right, and and he plays with more confidence. So, and I, I think most halves do. Mm. Yeah, it's um, I I agree. I think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys probably finish around fourth, maybe fifth. I I don't think the Bronx can make the the top four, but they'll definitely make the finals. My issue with the Cowboys though is that back line. Yep. A few changes uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, it's yeah. just sort of like yeah. you know, I know they've got no Kyle Feld, and he's a good player, but yeah. I don't know Tom Opacic, um, Jordan Carr, who's not far away from an in, in, in injury at any time, which is unfortunate for him. Mm. In fact, I thought he was good actually on the weekend, and he is playing for his future. Like, he's off contract. It's a one-year deal. He's playing for his future. So yeah. that might bring out the best in him. Well, hopefully it does, mate, yeah. As you said, and, and injuries always play a part in every team, so hopefully they stay injury-free. Yeah. Uh, look, I was, I was talking to uh, Brent Tate, who uh, works with the Cowboys in sponsorship, and, yeah. and he said, he, he said, geez, Ben Barber was flying. He said, yeah, Ben Barber would have yeah. made that speed. That, he was just yeah. saying that one thing... That they, X factor, that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 which yeah. I just they don't really have in that back line. No, no. Oh, yeah, kind of agree with you there. Um, on the Bronx, Milford and Nicarima, can they, as a halves pairing, take this team all the way? Well, yeah, you'd, be, you'd hope so. Um, obviously, still a bit um, disjointed for mine. Um, mm. Nicarima, actually, in the trial game, uh, I was down there, um, obviously, in the goal, when they played the Gold Coast. Mate, he looked sensational. Right? Mm. But he was roaming both sides of the field. You know, I mean, I'd like to see him do that. Again, I'm going back to, to the defence. I think with both blokes... If they get their defence right, uh, they grow in confidence in attack and they run the ball better. So 
um, if I was Siebes, I'd be um, getting him in the uh, sand pit or the uh, you know on the the tackling pads and get those big blokes run at them and uh, get some confidence out of that. Yeah, I just wonder if they're too similar. Those two, both run first players. I wonder yeah. if, if they'd be better with a Blake or well, it's, Chad Townsend. Well, it's 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 hard. To, yeah, you're, I, I know what you mean because it's hard it's hard to gauge when you're not out there. And Elf's probably the best bloke to talk to because. You've got to work out who's the, the, the communicator and the bloke who's organising things. Um, you'd like to think there's one uh, doing that and the other one's kind of playing off the top of his head uh, a little bit more and, and then supporting the forwards. You know what I mean? So I, I know playing with Elf and Kevy and, and Kevy organi- did all the organising out wide and Elf just sniffed around the forwards. Mm. And, and I guarantee you he scored most of his tries running off forwards. Yeah. Um, well, he's there, Alf. Yeah, exactly they should right. be using him. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what do you mean? Like he's on the field yeah. playing? Yeah. <laughs> he's probably got a better yeah. kicking game actually than either of those. No, guys, but, but yeah, but you know, and and and, and I mean that's um, it's always been a bit of a sticking point, you know, for the Broncos the last few years. So, but for mine though, you get your forwards right. Uh, obviously, those those big units going forward, and, and that's why I think you know the Cowboys know Matt Lodge this weekend as well. So. Um, I think if they get over that vantage line, Milford and Nicarima will get on the front foot and their confidence will grow. But I just like to see them uh, do a little bit more around the ruck um, myself personally rather than just get, go in that brute force, you know, over the vantage line. The Cowboys will do that too. But mm. uh, Jake Randville gets out from dummy half a little bit more and, and does a few more cross plays and things like that. So, And, and the way their defence is nowadays with every team, you need a bit of deception around the ruck. Because mm. uh, the defences are so good, they get two, three in the tackle every time. It's a slow play of the ball, and you can't do much off that. You know what I mean? So you need a bit of uh, variation around your ruck, and I, and I think most teams uh, obviously uh, play better when they get that going. Well, Cameron Smith, and you know, oh, yeah. he well last week he tore apart the Broncos' ruck, but this is a persistent issue for them. Last season, their ruck defence there was always a player lying mm. on the ground. Yeah, and it was shown in, wasn't it, in the last try. Uh, someone was yeah, got caught on the, yeah. yeah got caught on the ground but and uh, but yeah I, it's yeah it's a easy thing to say but I mean there's there's only one Cameron Smith you put Cameron mm. Smith in some of the other sides and and they're a different uh, I remember talking to Aaron Woods and David Clemmer and, and and the Australian side a couple of years ago and they said yeah if Cameron Smith had applied with us we would have won ten in a row too <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> that's wishful thinking <laughs> well that's that's how how much oh, high, yeah, high, high regard they he's held he's the best player in the game. That they held him, you know, yeah, and like, they just knew that, you know. So, um, you know, they're probably obviously bagging their hookers. But anyway, that's, <laughs> who, that cares? who cares? Yeah. Pete's, let's name yeah, them. Oh, <laughs> hundred of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I just wonder. I just, I personally think the Broncos maybe not, not this year and not next year are premiership threats. I think come twenty twenty one, when the Fafitas and Offerhengalways and the Pangai Juniors are all in their prime. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just wonder whether I just don't think that Nick. Uh, Nikarima and Milford would be better playing with other with other halves too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand where you're coming from, and the, yeah, the other thing I didn't I didn't like what Wayne said last year, uh, and I know why he done it because they're a young forward pack and they they lacked a bit of confidence. But Wayne said they were the best forward pack he's ever coached. Um, you know, for mine, they haven't done anything yet. 
No. You know, they haven't proven themselves, um, you know, give them time. But I thought that was a bit over the top myself. And I know he was trying to, what he was trying to do was give them confidence and, and, and you know, breathe through the whole team and give because they, maybe they they do lack confidence maybe and that's why he done it. Uh, but, yeah, for mine, they haven't done anything. So that's, I think that was completely over the top. Well, and clearly the players sort of saw that too because Sam Thayde actually spoke about this late last week that he actually... Had a had a few words to Pangai Junior to knock his ego down a bit. And so yeah, Sam basically yeah. said late last year he sort of pulled yeah. Pangai Junior aside and said, "Hey mate, you haven't done anything yet. Yeah. Just just calm down." Yeah. So no, and that's fair enough. That's what you need your, your senior players to do. Um, and that, I mean, Wayne Wayne was always bringing us down when we were you know when we were <laughs> playing and and didn't like giving too many raps at all. But and I know it's a different uh, era. You know the players now; they might make out as if they got plenty of confidence, but deep down they mightn't have any at all. I mean, uh, and the size of them nowadays, everyone thinks they're very confident mm. blokes, and that's that can be completely false. Uh, but yeah, I, I know where he was coming from, but yeah, I think it was a bit over the top. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, they've got amazing potential, but so who, who are you tipping here? Oh, I think the I think the Cowboys, mate. Uh, it'll be. Uh, oh, the, I think the Bronx will play a lot better. Uh, but I think Lodge out, um, that, you know, that good forward pack for the Cowboys, I think that's where it'll be one. Tamalolo, 300 metres yeah, last week. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? What, yeah. was the most, what were the most metres you ever ran for? Um, Did you crack 150? Well, well, mate, that wasn't around in our day. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have Nah, it was, to be honest with it, it's a load of crap. You know? <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a great player. I'm not taking that away from him. But you hit the ball up from the kickoff. Yep. You hit the ball up from the tap. You know, the blokes I like playing with, the blokes are you're five metres off your own line. The blokes like Gavin Allen say, give me the ball. And they know, they know they're going to get smashed. They're yeah. going to make one metre, half a metre. They know they're going to get... They don't, they don't wait to pick their time to run the ball. Not the same that um, Jason Tomalolo does, because he, he does it in the middle of the ruck. He does it everywhere. So uh, Yeah, but at the yeah, same time, it's, he's it's looking a, for a quick play of the ball, well, as he should be. It's a shit stat. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, How many times are they... Sh- how many times are they say... The blokes went up and supported someone. Yeah, I guarantee you the blokes who make the most metres don't support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. You're and right. so that's why most most clubs do their own stat, their own stats. They'll have mm. support stats and they'll have their own stats. So they they don't take those stats by. Uh, uh, very much at all. They don't look into him really uh, well, a great deal at all. That's one of the things Kevy was. Yeah, Kevy was saying last year with Jared Wallace yeah. in Origin, he barely yeah. made any meters. Yeah, and he was saying, well, actually, he did some decoy stuff off the ball, yeah, exactly. which we wanted him yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's it's. What stats did they have back when you were playing? Tackles uh, made. He had a tackle count. Um, Possession. And- that's a, but individual, the there weren't many. always yeah. completions. Cl- individual, completions. though, probably were, apart from tackles, there wouldn't have been many, would there? No, no, no. I mean, but but the coaches used to uh, obviously look into their own. With so, a clipboard and well, writing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are stats, and you'd, you'd always, you know, you'd have a tackle count, you know, at the end of the game and stuff like that, and, and during the week. And, yeah, completions, is, or, and that's still around it, you yeah. know, today. If you, you hang on to the ball, you normally win the game. Uh, but yeah, you got you got to be uh, controlled too with the footy as control. But you got to move the opposition around, especially nowadays, because as I said before, the defence is so good nowadays. Two, three in the tackle, and if you're just hitting the ball up one off the ruck all the time, you're complete. But you might make any yards, and you might put any din in the line. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, yeah, you need a bit of uh, variation. And that's what Seabold is trying to do. But yeah. I think we saw last last week there was a few players where they went for a shift, and the players just didn't quite know what to do when they got out there. Yeah, well, hesitation it'll mm. it'll stuff you up every time as yeah. well. So if you yeah if you hesitate that half a meter, 
you're behind the eight ball, and obviously, the, you know, the defence can read a lot easier, and you know, and normally knock you on your backside. <laughs> well, all right. So you're tipping cows there. I'm tipping cows as well. Let's quickly run through the rest of the games because um, it's. It, I, I only picked four last week. There was a couple that I couldn't believe. Like how the how the hell did Parramatta beat Penrith? Yeah. Well. Well, obviously the dramas there at Penrith might be mm. a bit more than we think. You it know looks what I mean? like it. Um, you know, it might be affecting the players a little bit more than you think too, but you, you know, who knows? Uh, Dragons, Rabbits? Yeah, I, I think the Rabbits, mate. They look, they look pretty good, old Wayne. The old <laughs> Fox had them going pretty good last week. Yeah. But, oh. again, it's about backing it up. You yeah. know I mean, they, they would have got themselves up last week, and obviously uh, the Dragons got a few issues too with the, the Jib, uh, Jack DeBellin situation. What I like from Wayne, though, is that he's actually using a few Seabold plays still. So he's kept. it seems like he's kept a lot there, Yeah. Um, which is something I wouldn't have thought he would do. So that's oh, interesting. Yeah, no, yeah, but I don't think he likes to mix things up too much, Wayne. So mm. it's a pretty. He's tried and proven in that area. Uh, Raiders storm. Yeah. Uh, what happened uh, last actually, week? These mate? are these are a um, these two teams actually go pretty good against each other. Yeah, and they do. And yeah. They're good games. The Raiders. I'm not sure about the stats, but the Raiders have a pretty good uh, record against the Storm. But yeah, the Storm. You too good last week. You think they'd have to win again? I'm not sure about that. Yeah, look, and the Raiders were actually pretty impressive in the wet. Yeah, well, they're used to it down there, aren't they? <laughs> uh, Bronx Cowboys, been yep. through that. Um, by the way, I'm taking Rabbitohs and, and Storm as well. Yep. Sharks, your Titans, mate. you got yeah, a 20, 21 points conceded. Like the Broncos last week, I didn't think the Titans were that bad. Well, two tries uh, off kicks, two penalties and a field goal. Yeah. I mean, so uh, the di- discipline was a bit average and too many penalties, uh, Garth Brennan said as well. So, yeah, right there... You know, when when uh, Tyrone Roberts went off, they lost their way, mate. The kicking yeah. game, and everything went out the window. So uh, he, I don't know, he's Achilles. How that's come up? So he definitely wouldn't play this week. They reckon again, he's so. two to three. Weeks. Okay, well that's good because I, I tell you what, he was he was my standout in the preseason for the mm. Titans. Uh, he was good on the All Stars. Yeah, he was too, there. mate. Yeah. yeah, they really missed him because he's a good, really good organizer and a great kicking game. So. Hopefully Ash Taylor might be back. I'm not sure about that either, so we'll um, see what happens It seems there. like a bit of a mysterious injury. Can you shed any insight? Some quad issue? No yeah, really... yeah. Well, apparently he's had a little uh, little, very minor tear in there before, and okay. it's aggravated or something. You know, yeah, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I'm not real sure, mate. So I'm assuming you're tipping the tons? Yeah, I, I will, actually. I think the Sharks might have a few dramas. Yeah, yeah, they weren't that impressive either, actually. I'm, I'm still tipping the Sharks. I just yeah. think it's Shark Park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Knights-Panthers? Yeah, a few. I think the Panthers will go good this year, but I think there's. It'll, I reckon they might be off the boil, you know, for the first three or mm. four weeks. So oh, the Knights, good win against the Sharks. So can they back it up? Yeah, I'll go the Knights. Yeah, at home I go the Knights. Yeah. Uh, sea Eagles, Roosters. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, well you got to go the, you know, um, Brookvale. I think it is. Um, so. They were rubbish, though. Yeah, yeah, they were. And and uh, obviously, no Tom Dravojevic for yeah. another couple of weeks as well. So, you've got to go to the Roosters. Um, dogs and Eels. Yes. Jeez, the doggies. Yeah, look, I mean, well, like obviously, yeah. the Warriors play with a lot of emotion. But the yeah, Warriors look yeah. pretty good. Like They executed they did. well. Yeah, they did. Actually, they looked, a bit, looked like they were a bit more freed up without mm. Sean Johnson being there, didn't they? Yeah. You know, they were short, well, they used to get the ball to Sean, so you do something, where they looked a bit more of a team. Yes, yeah. Nothing against him, but that's what yeah, they looked Yeah, they know, did, that, yeah. Uh, so the dogs, yeah, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll be they'll be filthy, ANZ Stadium, and, and these two teams are old rivals. Uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah, but you, you, I don't know. I think 
the dogs might might be able to bounce back. I think sure. they will because I still don't believe in the Eels. So no. I think the Eels can't. Yeah. I think with a team like that where they've got yeah. such a mishmash of players, I don't see yeah. them backing performances yeah. up. Uh, Tigers-Warriors. Yeah, well, Tigers had a good win. Farrah, yeah, winding the yeah, clock back. Yeah, well, both teams uh, first up winners. So um, I don't know. I'm, I just don't know about the Warriors backing it up. Um, I don't know. That's a toss of the coin. I'll, I'll go the Tigers only because they're no. <laughs> yeah, I'll go the Warriors. I, I, I just yeah, don't yeah. believe in the Tigers playing as yeah, much. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that's it for this week. So massive, massive game on Friday night. Really looking forward to it. Thanks, Gilly. No worries. Cheers. An Axe to Grind is a production of Seven News Brisbane. Hosts are Trevor Gilmister and Chris Gary. Executive produced by Sally Eels and graphics by Paul O'Leary.